Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney Insights podcast. The success of Pixar's Toy Story and its sequels have given way to a number of park attractions and offerings in Disney parks around the world. The biggest compilation of these has been in creating Toy Story lands in Paris, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Orlando. The premise of these lands is the idea that Andy has created his own playground with his Toy Story pals in his backyard. We look at all of these lands with their attractions, food and beverage, and retail offerings. We'll compare all these lands, talk about how they fit into their respective parks, and ask the question, which of these is the best of the best? Join us for this podcast as we compare Toy Story lands. Make sure you also check out DisneyInsights.com because we have got um, we've got a lot of maps, we've got a lot of photos, we've got a lot of videos, a lot of stuff to help you understand how these all compare and how they look alike. In many ways, they all look alike. I mean, the whole premise that you're in a backyard, it's gonna be this bright and colorful set of toys that come to life with set of tractions. But when you get down to it, there's a lot of differences um, when you start to compare um, each of the um, each of the different lands. Um, Walt Disney Studios Paris came first and it probably set the mold for what this would look like. And the other three, the next two follow very much a similar route in terms of the attractions that it actually offers. And then we have Disney's Hollywood Studios. Walt Disney Studios Paris began in 2010. Hong Kong came around a year later in 2011. But then we jump to 2018 in April of 2018 for Shanghai Disney. And then three months later, in or two months later, in June of 2018 for Disney's Hollywood Studios. So, so there's almost like, there's, there's kind of like there's the earlier versions and then there's the later versions, but, but they all borrow from each other in different ways. And we're going to talk about that. By the way, we should mention that Toy, um, Tokyo Disney and Disneyland do not have a Toy Story Land. Um, if you talk about the kind of land that, now they have some of the rides and attractions you'll see, but they do not have a Toy Story Land. For for one thing, Disneyland um, does have what's called um, Pixar Pier um, at Disney California Adventure, and it has Toy Story Mania at Disney California Adventure. Tokyo Disney also has Toy Story Mania, and they've created an entire little district called Toyville Trolley Park. It also has just um, been opening a new Toy Story hotel. Shanghai Disney, on the other hand, also has a Toy Story hotel that acts kind of as a moderate style experience. We'll talk a little bit about that later. And every major Disney resort, except for one, has a Buzz Lightyear blaster style experience, but none of those are in Toy Story lands. They are usually in a Tomorrowland experience. And in fact, we should mention that the Buzz Lightyear ride, particularly the one at Magic Kingdom, was the very first Toy Story attraction ride that was actually built. 
Um, I, the only place that doesn't have a Toy Story, or I'm sorry, a Buzz Lightyear blaster style experience is actually Hong Kong. It did have one and it opened with one, but then it was changed out to an Ant-Man and the Wasp nano battle um, experience. Very similar in ride vehicles and how you aim it at targets and so forth. But it became part of a little district in Tomorrowland that became sort of their Marvel campus in Hong Kong. Very cool attraction, very different from all the others. But Buzz Lightyear and those attractions do not actually belong in a Toy Story Land. They are very, Toy Story Land is a very different experience. At Walt Disney Studios in Paris, theirs opened up first and was well needed at that time. It actually is a district within a section of the park called Worlds of Pixar. And in that Worlds of Pixar, you have attractions, you have a little, if you think about the um, uh, alien swirling saucers, they have uh, even a smaller version, version of that, actually a half size version of that based on cars. They have a roller coaster based on Finding Nemo that is crazy. And then they have a very full-on Ratatouille section, which is has the same Ratatouille attraction that Epcot has, but it also has a full-size restaurant and a full-size retail experience. It's a much more... But then as part of this Worlds of Pixar they have this Toy Story, um, in fact, they call it Toy Story Playland. Um, that's how they originally titled it. Um, and it, it has three signature attractions that, are f um, that have been found elsewhere. The first of these is Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin, um, also called Slinky Dog Spin in other parks. But that is essentially a long slinky dog round it, rounded into a circle and you get into each of the cars, kind of similar to what you see how slinky dog is elongated in the roller coaster, but this is not a roller coaster. All this is is a circular track and when it goes on, it goes around and around and around and around, very similar <clears throat> to carnival rides. Um... But um, that is that is one of the first attractions it has. The second attraction it has is a Toy Soldiers Parachute Troop. And this is basically um, a parachute type ride. You get in it, it takes you up, and then it slowly, I say slowly drops you. It drops you, but it but the parachute kind of catches you and you you go pretty casually down back to the ground and and it'll go up and down a couple of times um as part of the experience and then the and it's all themed to um the green army men that is found in toy story and then you have finally rc racer and you'll recall that little car in toy story land it has taken what looks to be a hot wheels track a bright orange hot wheels track and it is in a semicircle where it, it goes um, kind of slow going and back and forth. It zigzags back and forth until it, it looks like it's going off the track on both ends. It's, um, it's probably the best of the thrill rides in this set. 
Um, I will also say it is an attraction I have not done. I've done in other parks. I've done other even um, more thrilling versions of this attraction. The rides were built um, not intended for people my size, and you've got to you've got to pull down on a bar um, over your shoulder that just when I tried it the first time, it didn't fit, and I couldn't I couldn't stay in it, and all the embarrassment that comes with that. But but the, that was the reality of trying that attraction, which I had tried for the first time actually in um, Hong Kong, not in Paris, but. Those three rides, Toy Soldiers, Parachute Drop, Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin, and RC Racer are the big key attractions. With it, there is a little Playland boutique um, style um, experience. It is very intimate. And that's about it. It is the smallest of all of the Toy Story lands. It, um, it is sandwich. It was originally sandwiched in a space where behind it was the backstage tram tour. That tram tour has been completely redone and now ha is, has a Cars Land theme to it. Um, and it's very cool. But, it, but what, when this was created, it was very small coming in and out. And is probably, yeah, because it's the first, it's probably the most disappointing. Now, they're going to add a new entrance to it on one side as they kind of embellish a um, kind of bridge out some new attractions, but uh, it still it still is the smallest of all the of all the Toy Story lands. A year later, Hong Kong Disneyland's uh, attraction opened up, and it was a much um, it, it was a broader experience by by probably an acre or two is my guess is is how that what is interesting about hong kong disneyland is it's again not a land this toy story land it's kind of part of a district of minor lands that extend beyond the train tracks at um at hong kong disneyland um Grizzly Gulch has a roller coaster and a counter service style um, snack area um, att attached to it. And it comes off of the Adventureland area. And then you go next door and you get to Mystic Manor, which has another counter service restaurant and the Mystic Manor ride and a shop at the exit of that attraction. And then you go into Toy Story Land. So these three were kind of all built at the same time. When you um, So you enter on one side from the Mystic Manor area. It transitions. And then when you exit, you kind of have a choice of where to go. Although it, it, it it's kind of leading you more toward Fantasyland than back into the other side of Adventureland. The attractions in this... Are um, are completely identical to the ones in Paris. You have Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop, you have Slinky Dog Spin, and you have RC Racer. You also have um, a food and beverage uh, kiosk, for lack of a better term, called Jesse's Snack Roundup, and you have a, a larger um, uh, you have a larger um, 
uh, retail space called Andy's Toy Box. There's also a barrel of fun. They've kind of taken a barrel and made it into a meet and greet experience as well. I show a video of the whole land that you can see um, on um, DisneyInsights.com. You can kind of see how not only this land is kind of laid out and framed, but you also see how these different rides work, whether it's Slinky Dog or RC Racer or the Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop. So, so that that's um, pretty illustrative of it. You see very many of the same elements. You see bright, um, you see bright uh, colors used throughout. You see a lot of use of blocks. You see or Lego style blocks. You see um, the the uh, Toy Story characters like Woody and um, Buzz positioned around there. They're static characters, but they're large scale characters that you may want to take a picture with and you see the strings of, of christmas large oversized christmas light bulbs throughout that give you us that really add to the color and flavor of the attraction at night again it it's 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 not a land it's kind of a district and it kind of is connected with the other two districts that were built during this period, but it also kind of feeds into um, feeds into Fantasyland as you come back in on that corner of that park, and and that that's not a new thing. There there is also a Frozen Land going into Hong Kong Disneyland that is its own district, although bigger in size from what I can guess. Um, with it, it has two major attractions with it. And um, and restaurants and shops and it, it is a much bigger thing than what the Toy Story Land looks like. But but you get a sense of that. Um, it's um, one of the things that I should mention about this is why these attractions work, and it probably lends itself really well to um, Shanghai Disneyland and its version. A lot of folks, particularly in places like Asia, do not know what a Disney theme park experience is supposed to be. You look at something like It's a Small World at Hong Kong or Pirates of the Caribbean, which is massive and major and so impressive at Shanghai, but you don't know what's beyond the, the wall. You don't, you don't, you're not necessarily educated as, as a guest or a consumer as to, you, you're going to sit in a boat and you're going to go to a whole new world of experiences. What they're looking for is something comparable to other amusement park enterprises in the area. They're looking for carnival amusement park style rides. And, and RC Racer, Slinky Dog Spin, these things give that physical oh let's go on that ride there's a ride let's go on it and they get it uh they get the experience and a lot of times these attractions have bigger queues now if you kind of say well that's kind of cheapening the experience it's not making it you know what disney parks and attractions are are unique because it doesn't look like a bunch of carnival rides um lined up with each other well you have to remember that Dumbo and the Carousel and the Mad Tea Party are really just amusement park rides. And 
they too communicate, oh, go on this. That's why those attractions in midday will often be very popular in attendance because people see it and they think, oh, there's something to go on. And they don't necessarily see um, a Winnie the Pooh attraction and understand that there's a ride behind it. So, so in that essence, this is what these lands serve is they really give a visual sense of rides you can go on when you go to visit. Shanghai Disney's Toy Story Land is a it's a unique creature because, and it's the one land I haven't actually been on technically. I say technically because one of the things they had built when they first opened was their food and beverage place, Toy Box Cafe. It didn't open, but they had physically built the structures for this um uh, for this uh, counter service retailer and the counter service experience was um, was interesting because it it actually is it says toy box cafe it's actually the boxes for um, Buzz Lightyear and I think Mr Potato Head and I think Woody um, no. Um, Mr. Potato Head and hold on a second, I know this. Um, um, Mrs. Potato Head, Buzz Lightyear, and uh, what was the third one? I'll have to come back to it. But um, oh, Lotso, Lotso was the third one. So Buzz Lightyear, Lotso, and Mrs. Potato Head. So it was actually kind of a food court concept laid out. Again, it wasn't even opened when the attraction, when the park was built, but it was set apart um, along the parade route. It was very bizarre. All I can say is it was like, we ran out of money and time and so we didn't finish this. But, and it didn't open. Uh, so, it, but it stayed there. And then eventually the entire Toy Story Land, which I, the second time I was there, it was under construction at that time. So I missed it then. Um, David had gone to it and had also been to Hong Kong and his feeling was it was pretty well identical. And in many ways it is identical because Slinky Dog Spin and Rex's Racers are both in there just like they are in Walt Disney Studios Paris and in Hong Kong uh, Disneyland. The one thing that's different is that there is no Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop. Now I have to say there is a toy there is a Green Army um, restroom <laughs> that's that's themed with that Green Army feel, but I I kind of felt like maybe they were they were keeping uh, I don't know they were keeping you from having kind of a military theme play out too strongly in China. Uh, that's kind of the feeling I got. By the way, I have to say the one thing, I love the Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop in in Hong Kong because, and and here's, a, here's something you absolutely must do. You must ride that attraction at night because when you get up to the top, you can actually see um, Hong Kong, the bay, and all the lights of that uh, uh, along the, along the harbor it is really beautiful on the other end and it was a real treat to go up in that ride and see that 
um, out in the very uh, far distance. So, uh, so you definitely want to catch this. So that attraction, that parachute drop is not there. What they have done is what's called Woody's Roundup. And it is essentially the same thing as Alien Swirls, only in this case, and I have a picture of it on DisneyInsights.com, it's basically um, a little, I want to say pony, but it's almost looking more like a donkey and it's pulling a wagon and you sit in the wagon like you sit in the saucer and it twirls you around. And there's a backdrop of kind of Sher uh, Sheriff Woody's town, uh, toy town, that is there. And it's very cool looking. And um, um, the one thing, and, and we'll talk more about that town in a minute. The one thing that is in Shanghai, that isn't part of Shanghai uh, Toy Story Land, but is part of the resort, is that it has a complete hotel. There are two hotels, two major hotels for Shanghai Disney. One is the Shanghai Disneyland Resort Hotel, which is really one of the best Disney hotels I have ever had the privilege of staying in. It is a beautifully, beautifully done resort hotel. The second one is a Toy Story Hotel, which is more on the moderate side than it is on, say, the All-Star kind of side. And I say that because the whole hotel is indoors. There's no um, exterior doors to your room. There is There are exterior um, gardens and with statues and things of that nature. Um, but it's basically two, uh, it's kind of a figure eight hotel looking thing in its layout. One side is more the Buzz Lightyear theme. The other is the Woody theme. And the rooms and hallways are really beautiful. The rest of the hotel and the amenities, I'm not that big on. Uh, there's no pool. I think that's a thing that I like in a resort hotel. So uh, it's a little disappointing in that regard. Um, and the and, and the, the restaurant didn't win me over at all. But if you love all things Toy Story and you're excited about seeing Toy Story Land in Shanghai Disney, well then by all means stay at the Toy Story Hotel because you'll see lots of nods and themes play out from Toy Story there while you're there. So it's very, very cool. The last of all these is Disney's Hollywood Studios, which again opened only two months after Shanghai Disney's did, but it is the last one to open up. And it is a different beast. It's the same thing because it is the same premise of Backyard Andy's Backyard. But they have taken none of the three rides, the parachute drop, the slinky dog spin, the RC racer, none of those are in this attraction. Instead, what they have done is created a fantastically fun roller coaster called Slinky Dog Dash, which is made up of a toy um, coaster, and he's rigged it to put Slinky Dog on it. And of course, if you've not been on it, I have a, I have a uh, one minute Slinky Dog Dash short on uh, Disney Insights that you can take a look to kind of quickly see what that looks like. It's so, it there is just, no way to describe it other than it's just fun. It is a fun attraction. The queue, for that reason, is painfully slow and long. 
and that's a bummer. It's also exterior, which is really a bummer. Um, and it's it's kind of it, it it's not something I gravitate toward. If I gravitate toward it, it's usually I get in line the last two minutes of the day. And then the line goes very quickly and you get to see it usually in the at night and it's great and beautiful and lights up. It's just beautiful. Alien Swirling Saucers does what Woody's Roundup does, which is similar to the thing you get with um, uh, at Disneyland in Disney California Adventure in the Radiator Springs area. It is that same kind of ride. It is all themed to the aliens and that Buzz Lightyear out of space feel. Has a great set of soundtracks to it. Looks beautiful at night. No complaint for it, but it is the most carnival looking of all things. And then the third thing is in a carnival ride, but it is Toy Story Mania, which opened many years before any of these. I think I want to say 2003. It, Toy Story Mania had originally opened. At that time, it was part of what was kind of Pixar place, which was an entrance that looked like the Pixar Studios. And it had uh, two sets of tracks. Since then, they've added a third track to Toy Story Mania. And so um, while there are still a lot of people waiting in line, it it is at least... Uh, at least moves people as best, better than any other um, Toy Story Mania ride because there are only th um, two tracks in the other uh, versions in Tokyo and Disney California Adventures. So you have to grant it that. Great, great interior, exterior queue too is interesting, but the interior queue is air-conditioned and wonderful and, and it really builds out, really builds out um, the whole Toy Story land when you think that there's a whole nother world back there. Now, I did mention Al's Toy Barn is is the retail space in Shanghai Disney. One of the big misses, and I, by the way, I put in a rendering of what Toy Story land looked like originally. And you will see that there was kind of this frontier cutout thing. Well, very similar to the Shanghai Disney Woody's Cowboy Town. That was going to be where the rodeo is now. And on the other side was going to be an Al's Toy Barn. Again, big retail space. Budget cuts being what they were, they took out both of those things. And the Al's... Um, and and I think they came to regret it because I think it really reduced their their sales. They also took out the first store, and I apologize, I can't think of it on the left side, as you go down Sunset Boulevard at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and they put in a lot of Pixar-themed merchandise. They took out the... I talked about this, I think, a week or two ago. They took out all the... Um, the Rice Krispie Treats and Caramel Apples and everything and put in all Toy Story themed merchandise similar to kind of what they did at Disney California Adventure. But that was much more successful there and much higher end merchandise there. And this was more toy, toy themed merchandise or, you know, souvenirs and toys and, and clothes. It wasn't as successful there. And there was nothing retail wise other than a couple of little 
um, stand-up kiosks in Toy Story Land. They then took, after a couple of years of that, they then took an employee break room and did a quick makeshift um, Toy Store out of that at the exit to Toy Story Mania. And then just this last year, they have built that out to becoming Jesse's Trading Post, which is a reasonable retail experience. But it is in a terrible location. I mean, it's good to have... Um, stores that are at the exit of attractions. That's what Disney is known for. But the thing that really does it in is that there's still a very long exit as you leave that. So it's not it's not inviting to just come in from, from the outside and go right into that. You really only see that retail experience if you're exiting Toy Story Mania. So I think it's a miss in that regard. What they have done... And again, maybe it wasn't as themed exterior on the exterior as it was planned to be themed um, in the original concept drawings. But the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, which I have done a review just a couple of months ago, is in my view a big winner and an air-conditioned one at that. By the way, there's also, um, and most of you are familiar with Woody's Lunchbox, that has been, there's been some effort to kind of add some additional seating area and capacity in that uh, counter service area and people have liked the menu there. But the Roundup Rodeo, I just think is a whole world of Toy Story in and of itself. The idea, the premise being that you are in a, a cardboard box which inside uh, Andy has made into, into a restaurant and it's just, it is a fantastic setting, and it's just, and by the way, there's videos I have of that, as well as a little something called Andy's Coming, a little activity that happens inside uh, the restaurant. Um, it is definitely the biggest of all the Toy Story lands by far, especially when you think of the interiors of the restaurant and the interiors of Toy Story Mania. It is a much bigger deal. Um, in summary of all of this, I would say that the Toy Story lands communicate, especially to international guests, amusement park style rides in the context of a strong intellectual property, that being Toy Story. People get to, everyone knows Toy Story, almost like everyone knows Mickey Mouse. It is that universal and they see the rides, they see the land, and it, it it completely registers. And all of these lands are bright and colorful. They stay faithfully true to this Toy Story brand. And at night, they can be really impressive. They're also a little hotter in the day, I may add, because while there are sometimes grasses, or in case of um, Hong Kong and Shanghai, large bamboo stalks that kind of suggest the grasses, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't invite a lot of shade structure. But at night, it is impressive. And that's the best time to enjoy any of these Toy Story lands. Um, each land has improved in degrees and even in size over time, with the first three being more districts than entire lands. And, and then finally, I would say that the Toy Story land in Disney's Hollywood Studios is by far 
the largest of all the Toy Story lands and sits independently as its own land with bigger attractions and a fantastic sit-down um, dining experience. So know that when you're at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you're getting some of the best of the best. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind actually seeing. Um, I think the. I think that the um, uh, Toy Soldiers parachute drop would be kind of fun in that space. I think because you already have the Tower of Terror, they didn't see that as a necessary thing. The Slinky Dog Spin is already played out as a coaster. Uh, the RC Racer, I think, would have been a kind of a cool thing, too. But again, um, there's already a coaster. So I iterate. Um, uh, it's a great... They're all they're all wonderful in their own right. But definitely Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios is the best by far. All right, this has been a Disney Insights podcast. We are grateful that you could join us. Make sure if you are not subscribed to visit DisneyInsights.com and uh, and subscribe. Check out our YouTube page. Check out our um, Facebook page. Um, in fact, uh, I will just put out a little uh, a little quiz on there, a little survey to see what is your favorite part of Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, because most of you, if you've been anywhere, you've been there. And um, and uh, check out uh, our Wayfinder Society, which is our Patreon group, and uh, because we've got a lot of interactive tools and uh, exciting things to experience there. So check that out. Again, thank you for joining us and being part of us. And in the words of Sinbad Storybook, Voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.